This podcast is on the nonfiction novel Eating Animals by Jonathan Saffron Foer. Now, I selected this text because I had read a summary on it beforehand, before I actually started reading. And in the summary, it stated that the book itself went into detail as to how the meat we buy at stores is produced. Um, I thought it would be pretty funny at first to, you know, find out how, like, the food that we buy at stores ends up in the store and the process behind it. I thought that that would be funny, but oh my, I was very wrong. In terms of the author's style, I would say that um, this book is a mixture of both descriptive and expository writing. For authors, multiple anecdotes to provide an insight on what he feels um, it means to eat animals. For example, he describes how his grandmother um, would make what he called the best food ever, when really it was the only food that he had actually tried at that point. So he says that it means a lot to him that he was able to experience his grandmother's food. And not only that, but he also considered her the greatest chef of all time, when once again, she was really the only person that made um, him and his brother food at the time. But also, um, he also describes what life conditions are like for animals in the processing plants, which is another reason why he believes that he needed to make a book on why or on what it means to eat animals. The part of the book that I feel is the most important is titled Influence Slash Beastlessness. This is towards like the middle segment of the book. Now, the reason I say that this is the most important part is um, about six of the pages are actually just the words influence slash speechlessness. And this is because it illustrates the fact that on average, Americans eat the equivalent of 21,000 entire animals in a lifetime. One animal for every letter on the five pages where it's just influence slash speechlessness. And not only that, but this section... Not only does it provide that statistic, but it does most of the detailing of what the processing plants are like, as well as providing even more statistics that depict the atrocities that occur in these um, in these plants. Rhetorical strategies that benefit this book are its use of aggressive diction, anecdotes, and vivid imagery. The aggressive diction clearly illustrates his viewpoints on eating animals and the treatment they receive. This is illustrated in the segment titled Pieces of Shit, where he explicitly describes the situation with animal waste by using words such as shit in a very negative connotation, while also putting a big emphasis on them. Also, the anecdotes um, further strengthen his claims by also providing vivid imagery of what happens to the animals in the plants. And he also explains that the animals are victims of inhumane tre- treatment. And in the section, influence slash speechlessness, the line, um, often the screaming of the birds and the flapping of their wings will be so loud that the workers won't be able to hear the person next to them. This segment illustrates basically the horrors that these birds have to go through. And it also illustrates what it means to be eating these animals. He basically claims that it is a privilege to be eating animals in the first place because of what they have to suffer 
to make it to our markets. The main point of this book is to not only shine a negative, negative light on the treatment of animals in meat processing plants, but to um, describe what it means to eat animals and make it sound like a privilege to be eating animals. In terms of shining a negative light, this is evident by the statistics he provides and descriptions of what happens to the animals in the plants. Also, his direct word choice lets the audience know that he um, completely disagrees and dislikes with what goes on the, behind the public's back because we don't know or we are not told exactly what um, these animals are being treated like until probably you are shown or if you've read this book. And all of this is hidden to us, and he, he tries to make the eating of meat sound as if it was a privilege because of what the animals suffer to, once again, like I said before, make it to our markets. Finally, I would recommend this book if you want to know how meat is processed and how animals are treated in processing plants. But other than that, the book is really difficult to get into. I felt like it was a grind and a chore to get through the stories for provided because I just felt that they simply weren't interesting. Many of them felt repetitive and also felt that if some anecdotes were simply um, left out and excluded and simply and forward simply resorted to um, statistics and the most important stories, I felt that the book would be a lot more enjoyable because a lot of the stories that he said just felt like he was repeating the same things about his grandma being the best cook and the food that she made was the best and things like that. 